Blog Talk Radio. If you want to be a part of the program, feel free to call. We'll be happy to, ha- <clears throat> happy to have you on the show. We're having an interview tonight with President Barack Hussein Obama. He's graced us with his presence, so if you want to hear it, it'll be a little bit later in the show. Uh, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. <clears throat> we have the actual Barack Hussein Obama here. He will be here for a live interview right here on the program. And I guess the... Uh, my my buddy there owed me a favor, and hey, he's coming up. All right, great. Uh, once again, three four seven three zero eight zero seven three, or you can press the talk now button to uh, get on the program. I'm glad you're joining in tonight. Nice to have everyone back. We have uh, quite a bit to discuss. We're going to try to get into some important uh, issues today. Why don't we start off with this? Um, Another epic fail by the Obama administration. Uh, today in the United States Senate, that uh, wonderful, fantastic health care bill went to the went to the floor, and uh, I guess it wasn't the results they were hoping for. Um, because it failed epically. It was, uh, what was the final tally here? Um, six, no, I'm trying to see here. I had the number in front of me, but they, they failed miserably. And I'm sure they're going to come back and try to put this nonsense through again. They just don't learn, do they? Because they don't care what the people want. They don't care that even members of their own party are against this. They're all about their left-wing radical agenda. That's all these people care about. Pushing their viewpoints. And they'll do it until they absolutely cannot get away with it politically anymore. They've already, I think, gone past that line. but they don't seem to much care. And it doesn't much matter to them because if they get done what they're planning to get done, what's going to happen? Uh, We'll have this nonsensical health care mess which will apply to illegals in some sense and hey, that's just a, we can't stop there because if we're going to apply it to them, then we're going to have to make them citizens as well and have them cut in front of the line and have them destroy the entire system. This is what they do. If the left is able to hijack a huge segment of the economy, if they are able to fundamentally alter and transform our country, 
like I said this before, if there are certain things, if they get it done, it's going to be near impossible to reverse. This health, this healthcare mess. If they get this done, you, it can technically be overturned or it can be undone because it, it's, it has a couple year period. You can, it doesn't take effect until 2012, I think. So if the Republicans take back the Congress in, in uh, 10, they could re undo it, but it's going to be a tall order. And if we don't stop this now, you know, get the idea, Barack Hussein Obama, get the idea, Nancy Pelosi, get the idea, Harry Reid. People do not want this. It is unnecessary. It is very costly. And it's not going to do what you try to claim it's going to do. In fact, it's going to make matters worse. Socialized health care is never a good thing. And, you know, you, while you could say, is health care a right? Well, yes, it is a right. But with that said, they try and say, well, there's 50 million people uninsured. There's not 50 million people uninsured. The actual number is 12 when you consider they throw illegals in there. Then they throw in people who can afford it but just don't want health care because, one, they're very healthy, and, two, they don't want to spend the money on that right now. These people aren't going to get sick much, so it's not much of a cost. Then that comes down to 12 million, which is about 5% of the population, which actually, if you take 35 or $40 billion of this, this stupid nonsensical stimulus plan, what you could actually do is pay for all those people. Most of that stimulus money wasn't even spent yet. Why do we need a, what is it? Eight hundred sixty billion, something crazy like that. Like eight hundred billion dollars this healthcare nonsense bill for a tiny fraction of the cost. Problem solved. If people don't want this mess, if they don't want this mess, then why would we and why should we force this upon them? That's not liberty. That is tyranny. That is tyranny. And shame on us if we allow tyranny to take root in this country, if we allow this to go through. And look, this is, an issue, this is not an issue that I prefer to talk about. But the fact is, we have to talk about it. Despite the fact that yeah, healthcare is a pretty boring issue, you know, not something you normally get fired up about. But if they get this done, it's one step towards a greater evil. It's an evil towards a greater evil. And we cannot allow that to happen. If we do allow that to happen, then what's going to become in this country? This is all part of a chain of events. They get the health care reform, as they want to call it. It's not reform, it's destruction, essentially. It's socialized, European-style health care. Um, they get their amnesty for illegal immigrants. Hey, that's tens of millions of new voters for the Democrats locked up. They get their climate change fraudulent nonsense. They get that done. They control more of the economy. They get to put this lie about this man-made global warming into the permanently entrenched in our country as its fact. And they get to control industry and move us towards their liberal socialist utopia. If, if these dominoes fall into place, if even one falls into place, chances are the others will follow. We cannot allow that. We should not, in good conscience, allow this to happen. You know, and, and hopefully people, especially members of Congress, are going to wake up now. And anyone who goes along with this thing should get thrown out. These people don't deserve to have their seats if they vote for this piece of when they tried that cap and 
tax nonsense, cap and trade as they call it. What happens? A handful of Republicans actually voted for it. Um, those people don't deserve their seats. When this health care thing came to the floor, in the House, while, while the Republicans stuck together for the most part, and some Democrats came along too, there was one guy, uh, Joseph Tao in, in New Orleans, who had, uh, what's his face, uh, Jefferson, um, uh, what is that guy's name? The one who just went to prison. Charles, I don't know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he has a new name in the joint anyway. It starts with a B and it ends with an H. Anyway, so the guy who has his seat, um, he voted for that thinking because he's in a heavily black, heavily democratic district. It's going to help him. You know, so you put aside morals and thought about your desperate attempt for political survival. People like that are ashamed. Um, okay, I see in the chat here, in the show chat here, uh, and, and by the way, 347-308-8073, or press the mic button to talk on the air. Um, I see in the show chat here, <clears throat> a nice comment from a child, uh, cap and trade was a good idea <clears throat> until Congress did there, spelled there wrong. I, I hate that, by the way. There are different forms of there, if you spell the right one. Did their thing and raped the bill with a liberal broomstick. No, cap and trade is not a good idea because man-made global warming is a scam. It is not real. It is the greatest hoax in perhaps the history of mankind. There's nothing good about that. Regulating emissions, is that's just a way of lowering the standard of living and moving us toward this leftist agenda. You have to think how these people think. They are constantly manipulating, lying, misdirection-type tactics. That is what they do. And then you call them out and they try and laugh it off and make you look like the, the radical, the extremist. That's the way these people act. That's how they get away with what they do. And if we buy into this, if we act like, hey, they're telling the truth, right? These are confusing good guys, right? You know, they, they, these uh, liberal Democrats and these rhinos and the Republican Party, they love just America just as much, you know? I mean, we, we, I'm sure they're being honest and they really... Yeah, they have all the facts. They believe what they're saying. Oh, let's, let's, let's give it a chance, you know. Or even worse than that, especially with this whole global warming scam, with this whole global warming scam, um, if you don't agree with this, if you say, if you question that this is not science, well, what happens? You are just as bad as a Holocaust denier. That's the kind of language these people use now. And honestly, it is frankly disgusting. They actually equate this to the Holocaust. And they get away with it because there is such a double standard. If, if a conservative did that to say abortion, you can't do that even though it actually is a Holocaust, but global warming, climate change. I mean, you have to. And if you don't, well, you're being ignorant and you're, you're an extremist, you're a right-wing neocon, and you're denying the facts. Shame on you. And this, and this guy, this Al, this Al Gore, if, if, okay, despite all the proof that this is nonsense, look, just look at Al Gore. The guy with his carbon credit scam, he's made $100 million. He flies around in private jets. He, has a, he lives in a 10,000 square foot mansion in Tennessee, which has 20 times the energy output of an average home. He has like four or five other houses, and he tells other people that, and he's a hypocrite. I would have some sort of respect for the guy if he actually believed what he was doing and he was actually living by it. If he believes this, he's a hypocrite, and if he doesn't, then he's a liar and a scam artist. Either way, not a great guy. And don't forget, this is the same guy who invented the Internet. So, yeah, we've got to take him out his water, right? Take him out his water. Uh, let's see here. I sound like Chris Hansen. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you take a seat? What are you doing here? 
So, um, but, well, thanks for the compliment. That was from one of my listeners in the chat here. I uh, appreciate that. 347-308-8073 if you want to be a part of the program. Or press the mic button on the show page. Okay. Um, you know, some people who disagree with what I'm saying, they just don't, they just don't have the intellectual ability or the courage to take me on. I, I know, I know, conservative intellectualism can be quite intimidating. But I promise I won't rip you apart too badly if you want to try to. Yeah. I'll, try, I'll, you know, I'll try not to do it too much. But hey, I, I can't resist. The liberals are such an easy target. Okay. Anyway, so I was actually, for those of you who play this E-Republic game, I'm in the E-UK now. It's an open secret. Um, I know. There'll be articles after this saying, he admits to who he is. Hear about it. But anyway, so I was talking to some of these Brits on there. And this is just systematic of the way, I mean, there are a lot of Americans who think like this, but I think it's even more so in, in, in Europe. Because some of these people are really leading the charge on this um, that they think oh, climate change is man-made, it's caused by man, um, it's an indisputable fact, and, and they, they're shocked and disgusted when you dare questions. Oh, I will question it. I'll question it because it's a lie. I'll question it because the proof to the contrary shows that these this UN conference they're having here is based off of faulty evidence that has an ulterior agenda that we've discussed on, on the show. Um, I'll, I will keep saying it because it's the fact. So any any uh, neutral look at the evidence, the actual evidence, will show that this is nothing but a gigantic lie. It is a chance for And I see, I see a couple of Canadians in the chat here, too. Um, same sort of thing in Canada. It has that European mindset. And we're getting there in the United States, too. This liberal guilt trip, this wanting to believe that we cause so much harm, and, you know, to think that is just outrageous. And look at it this way. Look at it this way. Why would improving the world, and keep in mind, this is not, we're not going around poaching endangered species, we're not going around, you know, polluting the oceans, and, well, people are doing that, but that's not what I'm saying, or destroying the rainforest, whatnot. These things, that is destroying the environment. That's what environmentalists should actually be fighting for. Instead of saying, well, you know what, industrialization and improving life expectancy, improving the quality of life, improving the world in general, is somehow negative. I mean, how, how would that be? Why would, why would there be a, a deity who, I know there's probably atheists in the audience, um, Why would there be a deity who creates a planet at which, by improving our stature on that planet, we destroy it? Does that make any sense at all? So the basic concept makes no sense, and then the evidence makes no sense. The burden of proof is on them to prove that it's man-made global warming and you need drastic action to do it. And you know what? If this were a court, let's say if this were a courtroom, right? Um, and these global warming zealots have to prove it's happening. They have to convict us for destroying the earth. They wouldn't even have. They would barely, maybe even have circumstantial evidence, and it would be inconsistent. The case would be thrown out because they don't have a case because it's a gigantic scam. And like I, like I said, why are they doing this? 
because the ultimate goal, and we see that at this Copenhagen conference coming up here soon, where they're going to decide how much money that developed countries have to pay to developing countries in order to uh, fight the effects of global warming there. In other words, we're going to establish some sort of an international governmental body. We're going to forcefully take money from developed countries that they have no choice over, a lot of money, and we're going to give it away. That is international tyranny and it's international socialism. All based on this quote-unquote fact, which is not even a fact, it's a lie. It is a lie. I mean, we already... I mean, look, look at the UN. We foot the bill for the majority of this organization, for the large majority of this organization. U.S. out of the U.N. and U.N. out of the U.S. Problem solved. Why don't we have an alliance of our actual allies, countries that maybe aren't fully committed to this, this huge lie of global warming, maybe um, that aren't anti-Semitic and anti-American and are after to steal what's not theirs and to impose their undemocratic, their failed philosophies on the rest of us. Why? I will pose that question to you. Okay, uh, whoa, my, this is weird. My switchboard here was backtracked like four minutes. Uh, if you called up and you didn't get picked up, I think the switchboard just refreshed, so you don't want to call back. 347-308-8073 is the number, um, or press the mic button to talk in the air. Okay. Uh, we're going to bring on Barack Hussein Obama in just a moment here. Yes, he's actually on this program. He's going to be discussing some, uh, some issues with us, and we'll see what he has to say. Uh, should be interesting. I know you've been waiting for that. So, you know what, if you're on the chat or your, your friends are around, Get them to listen. Say, well, Obama's going to be on here in a matter of a couple of minutes. Let's listen. It's going to be great. As you know, he's a, we're great friends. Uh, uh, we're good pals. I'm a huge fan of his, a huge supporter of his. Anyone who listens to the show know I love the guy. I love him dearly. You know, and He's just a Uncle Barry. What can I say? I love my Uncle Barry. I'm, I'm going to tear up here. All right. I, I don't want to tear up. Okay. All right. I think I've got it under control. Anyway. So we're going to bring him on in just a minute here. We'll be discussing uh, some interesting issues. Um, what do we bring him on now? Okay, we're going to be bringing on uh, Barack Hussein Obama now. Uh, oh, sorry, President Obama. Um, um, hello, uh, Mr. Hello, President. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. President, turn down your radio there. Are you there, Mr. President? Hello. Let's see, we have him here. Okay, we had some technical difficulties there. We seem to have this all the time on this show. I'm going to have to uh, get this done. All right, we have him back on. Um, let's see if we can get him on here now. Hello, uh, are you are you on the line? Oh, okay. I think we have the sound issue fixed. Hi, this is Barack Obama. Oh, hello there. How are you? I am great. Thank you. How are you? It is just great to have you on the program here. So what do you think of my assessment of your, uh, of your administration so far? I just fundamentally disagree. Oh, really? You fundamentally disagree? Okay. So when I say that you are an epic failure, Mr. President, um... And I ask you, if, if you're a Muslim, what do you have to say to that? It's a wonderful question. It's a wonderful question? No, it's not a wonderful question, because Islam is nothing but an epic failure. I just fundamentally disagree. Oh, really? You fundamentally disagree? Yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't you go talk about that with your, with your sassy wife of yours? She's just so cool, and she's, she's such a great, uh, great first lady. She's worse than you are. My wife is no slouch. Oh, she's no slouch. Oh, or so you say. 
Oh, please. You know what? I want to hear what you think uh, we apparently need to do. So what, what did you tell me? Here's what I believe we need to do. Let's unify the country. Okay. We're going to unify the country? How are we going to unify the country? We're going to unify the country by, um, by your socialist policies? Renew, unify the country by your, your appeasement, by your socially liberal beliefs? <laughs> you know, that, I, I mean, what is your problem? And people who attack you are called racists. You know, I think you are a racist, sir. There are white folks, and then there are ignorant motherfuckers like you. Whoa, 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 whoa. And you call yourself the president? And you cursing me that way on a, on a, a PG-rated program? You are nothing more than a dirty, dirty Muslim terrorist appeaser. You, you are absolutely right that John McCain has not uh, talked about my Muslim faith. Okay, not John McCain. That's over. I know you're still in campaign mode, but we're not talking about John McCain. This is the A.J. Bruno show, okay, the leader of the conservative movement here. I'm sorry, who did you say you were? A.J. Bruno, the man who is going to have to clean up the mess that you're creating now, uh, years from now. Who told you that being honest was a white thing? What? You know, you are a racist. I never mentioned your race. Really? Really, I, you know, I, I, I am, I'm honestly disgusted that you're saying that, and I, I demand an apology. That's just how white folks will do you. You know, it's not the race stuff. It's just not cool. And I, I honestly, I don't want to hear that. You, you know what? You just, you're just a socialist. So whatever. Wild-eyed socialist. The Marxist professors and structural feminists and. Okay, you're just rambling now. I don't know what your deal is. Okay. Um, anyway, so when I say to you uh, that your campaign was not said, that it was nothing but rhetoric, it was nothing but uh, empty words, what do, you, what do you say to that? Yes, we can. Yes, we can what? That doesn't mean anything. Okay. Um, Oh, Mr. President, you're going to hold... Wait, hold on, Mr. President. Hold on there. We have another president. We have the Prime Minister here of the uh, United Kingdom, uh, United Mr. Kingdom. Wolby. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. Mr. Wolby. Mr. Hello. Oh, it's, a, it's an honor to have you on the program. How are you? What's on your mind? What's on your mind? I wanted to talk about global warming. I'm sorry? Sir? Global warming. Ah, global warming. What about global warming? Well, uh, I was wondering if you were a scientist. If I what? If you were a scientist. Uh, no, I'm not a scientist, but neither are many of the people who claim it's real. Um, not only that, but there are lists, you can look up, there are lists of hundreds and thousands of scientists who are skeptical of this, and these people get ignored, and these people get ostracized, and they say it's a consensus. Well, it's not a consensus, because there are many scientists who are very skeptical. Hello. Okay. I think we lost uh, Mr. Woldy there. But he'll actually be on, on uh, Winston Ellis Churchill's show, a good friend of mine. Um, no, that is not a soundboard. That is, that's actually Woldy, uh, but he hung up. So I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, we should have him on Tuesday, though. But anyway, so why don't we put the president back on the line here? I'm, I apologize for that, uh, Mr. President. You know I'm, I would never mean to offend you. And uh, I hope you can forgive me. Racist. Whoa, 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 no, 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 no. I'm not uh, racist. 
Tell me we wouldn't be treated different if we was white. Or Japanese. Or Hawaiian. Or fucking Eskimo. Okay, just please don't speak like that, all right? I, I mean, I don't know what your deal is talking like that. It has nothing to do with, with that. We put someone else on the line. I'm sorry. I had you hold on for a minute. Um, I mean, jeez, to use that language on, on this program, that is not a way for a president to be speaking. And I, I'm honestly just just astonished you would you would say something like that. And, you know, I would like to know, is it true that you are a Muslim? Is it true? I don't know if it's true. That's why I'm asking you. Yes. Are you Really? So you have been lying the whole time and you're actually a closeted Muslim? Yes. Wow. Wow. And... and do, you don't feel any sense of guilt about this, do you? Yes. Wow. Well, you do feel any guilt or you don't? No. Wow. You, you know what? Look at yourself. You are just a, a, a sorry, sorry, pathetic excuse for a man. Look at yourself before you pass judgment. Oh, look at myself before I pass judgment. Who are you to say that to me? How about look at yourself and what you're doing in this country? Who do you think you are? I'm Barack Obama. Oh, you're Barack Obama. Really? Okay. Now, Mr. Obama, what do you think America needs so badly that you can offer? I think that what America wants desperately is change. Even under this kind of stress, I've got a pretty even temperament. You do? You were just cursing me off. So, you know, I would like to ask you on this program right now, I would like to ask you, Barack Hussein Obama, I would like to ask you, sir, if you will apologize for the way you've been the way you've been speaking to me. The answer would be no. So you have no shame? No. Wow. And you don't intend to apologize at all? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I don't know what your deal is. All right, we're, we'll put another car on the line. Uh, we have Ace Wacko. Ace Wacko on the program. I'm not sure if you picked up or not. Hello. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. I can hear you, yes. Oh, you can. Well, how are you? It's Johnny. Oh, is this Johnny? I was going to say, yes. Hello. Uh, how are things on over the border? Oh, over the border. They're very, very quiet. And this is what I wanted to say, because no one, like... Unlike what you're doing now, no one's baiting in Canada. There's no such thing as baits in Canada. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Everyone just yeah. stays, you know, you know, stays in their position, doesn't question, and life moves on, right? That's why everything is legalized here, or almost everything. I think some things that are harm for you, harm for you, is not legalized. But anyway. Um, but well, I just wanted to. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, yeah, go ahead, sir. Yeah, go ahead, sir. No, 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 no. I just wanted to know your intake on uh, the troop search. The troop search. Um, in Afghanistan. Um, in Afghanistan. Yeah. On that. On that matter. On that. On that matter. Uh, you turn the. Uh, turn down a little bit. Turn down a little bit. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I think you should have given them the full 40. I know they're trying to encourage NATO to go in, but to me, you either play to win, and you say you're playing to win, or you just go out. And I've said before that I think not only do you need a troop surge, and of course this won't happen, but you need a spiritual surge. Stop limiting the soldiers from what they can do. There's actually been soldiers who are trying to go out and preach the gospel, uh, not even on duty, on their off time, and they are told explicitly not to do that. And to me, that's just wrong. And this is a potential solution to the problem there, and they're just totally shutting it down. Okay. But, you know, I want to ask you about... No, no, the Prime I, Minister up there. There's a lot there. of Canadians actually told you to do that, too. So this guy, and we have, we have some Canadian listeners uh, tonight, um, and this guy says he's a conservative. He belongs to a traditional, uh, fairly conservative evangelical Protestant denomination. 
And meanwhile, he has members of his party who wanted to, uh, I think it was this year, it was recently, who wanted to push some pro-life legislation. And he tells them just flat out, no, I'm not going to permit it. And, and, you know, this guy claims to be a Christian and a conservative, and he won't even listen to members of his own, par- his own party who want to do some good uh, for some bizarre, obviously, political reasons, thinking that it'll hurt him or something. I mean, you know, I, I want to confront someone like that. I want to confront anyone like that who, who behaves in such a manner. I mean, do, what, do people discuss that at all? I mean, what do you think about someone like that? Unfortunately, that sounds like a typical, um, you know, member of parliament, right? Any social issue that they would, they would never bring up to the table. Uh, that's why I guess the difference between Canada and America is individual uh, freedom versus group freedom. And here it's clearly group freedom. So, huh. if you think thing is right and you're the individual, it's not going to fly in Canada. Well, yeah, I mean, for there not to be, like you said, uh, much debate going on, even in even this country, if you if you say something that the left doesn't like, they'll try and make sure you can't debate, and they'll try and shut out any sense of free speech or or civil discourse. And I, I, I that think is, that comes that's for uh, that, that's not freedom. That's radical. And we see that more right. and more. I, I think that comes out of majority by societal. Some warped societal standard that you don't question certain things, you don't you don't mm-hmm. mention certain things, and it's just wrong. Mm-hmm. I think, like I said, I think that comes out from the notion of majority dominance, and that's clear in Canada as well with politics. You have the majority, you do whatever. Yeah, and um, that's just yeah. that's just a shame. Now, do you have a lot of leftist teaching up there? Because you're uh, at uh, British Columbia, so. Uh, Imagine right, quite right. a few. Yeah. There, there, there are a few. Let's just say the environment is the number one issue versus the instead of the economy. Yeah. Yeah. So let's yeah. Think, about think about the environment being, you know, <laughs> the environment means it's global warming scam. Oh please! Yeah. I, like I, I was listening yeah. to you earlier. I said there is no debate on global warming. It's like ninety-nine point nine percent. Here, believe in it. That's no. There's no debate here. Yeah, I mean, of course, it's. Uh, it, I mean, for there to be no debate on a subject, to just say, you know what, it's proven, and just shut up about it, or you are like a Holocaust denier, which is what they say. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's just like it's a way for them to achieve achieve their aims. Um, why don't we bring on someone else into the discussion with us here. Uh, he is a Englishman who believes in global warming, and why don't you tell us why you believe in it? Uh, hello. Can you hear me now? Yes, you're on. Well, not so much whether I do or don't believe in global warming, but whether or not it exists, it's not so beneficial to try and reduce carbon emissions. I mean, if you want to take the chance of, of the polar ice caps melting, uh, and you know, I mean, if you live in land, United States, then it's probably not much risk, but for those living smaller and near the rising sea levels can be much a lot of the country. Well, you know, actually, we're in a period of cooling now. How do you explain that? It seems like every so often they go from cooling to warming to cooling to warming to back to cooling. I mean, now they call it climate change. So apparently, any sort of fluctuation in the temperatures of the planet can be applied to this so-called uh, emission problem. Uh, to me, they're just switching around and and shifting gears to try and make it fit their agenda when it's inconvenient to admit the truth. Uh, it's not consistent at all. It's pretty interesting you should say that, really, because um, the definition of an ice age is any period of time where polar ice caps are in existence, which suggests that there are periods of time when a polar ice cap shouldn't be in existence. 
and uh, we've seen a rise in carbon emissions. Uh, well, not necessarily carbon emissions, but the amount of CO2 in the atmosphere. Uh, but if it rises as you know, in proportion to carbon emissions, then why wasn't there a large rise after the Industrial Revolution in Great Britain? Well, it's, it's cyclical, that's why. If you look in history, there's been other spikes. Um, and to just say that, to say that this is causing the massive climactic shift, like I said, the burden is on these people to prove it, and they haven't proven it. Um, uh, Johnny, do you want to input something? Can, can you tell the gentleman to repeat his statement because you're coming in and out? Sure. Uh, you try to lower your speaker a little bit and talk a little louder. Yeah, like, no, like I said, um, can you tell the gentleman to repeat his speech about the temperatures? I believe it was just it was just a little cut. I couldn't understand it. Well, are you still there? What's that? Oh, yeah, he can hear you about uh, when you're talking about. I think basically he was saying that to be that it hasn't hasn't happened to this extent before, and it's melting the ice caps. And uh, I think that was the gist of what he was trying to get across that uh, that this is because of the industrial revolution and and whatnot. Um, well, I think that to a certain extent he has ability on that because there are certain sections of the world that will actually experience different kind of climate changes, but. You know, as a whole, I don't think it's actually prevalent as to the extent Gore was probably portraying. I mean, you know, really, uh, what? Even if it's now, there is carbon being emitted into the atmosphere, but if you look at what is being caused, what we're actually contributing to it, to the amount that is just naturally going into the atmosphere, it's something like. 1% a year. It's very slight. So if even carbon does affect the atmosphere, the consequences of that are so minimal that how could it possibly cause this amount of damage? And look at what's going on here. What this conference, for instance, in Copenhagen wants to do is make us revert back to these previous levels and essentially find industrialized countries and lower standards of living. Why would higher standards of living, when you're not going around purposely destroying the environment, why would that destroy the planet? Just simple development. I mean, that's just a natural course of, of mankind's uh, evolution. Hello. I'm not sure if he's still with us. We had bad feed. Yeah, he's been having mic mic issues. Um, I don't know what the deal is with that. Uh, yeah, but anyway, um, I know I can hear a speaker. So yeah, uh, well, let me in. Uh, Woldy, when you get that fixed, just call up again so I know, or press the hand raising thing so, so I know you. Well, actually, that's not your speaker. That's that's your speaker, John. Okay. Uh, so, in have you spoken yeah. to anybody in Canada who I guess Canada would be similar to Europe in this aspect? Who is skeptical of this? Any professors there? Anyone like that? Skeptical about global warming? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, they accept no. this fact. Any questions? I can't. I can't see anybody in the political science department at UBC skeptical about global warming. Yeah. They've been here long yeah. enough to be indoctrinated by this ideology. That is just very, very that sad. Very that they don't even, you know, they're supposed to be political scientists. They're supposed to be academics, and they don't even question it. That's the whole point of the profession. <laughs> You'd be surprised what else they question. Some things are ridiculous what they question. And it's not like what? Major, uh, like what? Well, the pro uh, the problem with Canadian political science, right? It's actually yeah. quite different than American political science. Is that they have more ambiguous arguments about their own constitution. Okay, mm. so a lot of Canadians here study their just own constitution because there's a lot of unanswered questions because it's not as clear as the American constitution. So there's room for, you know, 
ambiguous uh, statements or you know different laws, and they have the political scientists here debating upon that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the uh, more the, the you know the more international issues or you know the the prevalent issues at hand to Americans are not the same as not the same to Canadians. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, the, 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 well that, that's that's a problem that's that, that's that, there's no problem, that there's no visible, um, visible um, dissent on that because if people aren't hearing the other, side, the other side vocally, and of course the left likes to keep that suppressed, like keep that then suppressed. they're just going to accept then that as fact, and that's how most people um, seem to perceive things and develop their opinions. If someone tells you a lie enough, you'll accept it as a fact and, and just defend it with no proof whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you think of uh, uh, Mr. Obama coming on the show? Wasn't that mighty nice of him? I have no comment on that. Him and I are are good friends. You know, I like to attack him a little bit, but we're good buddies, as you know. We're good buddies, as you know. He's such a nice guy. You know, you can't help but love him. He's a messiah. <laughs> that 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 was quite amusing. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wanted to touch on this other <laughs> this other subject here. I almost forgot about this. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but the Episcopal Church consecrated a, another gay bishop, a lesbian this time. What's your take on this? I mean, it seems like this perversion of not only in in, in secular society, but now in what's supposed to be a religious uh, atmosphere, is just getting out of control. I thought you can't be a woman and a bishop. So you said oh, you can be a woman oh, and a lesbian now. So you can be a woman and gay. I was not. I was not aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this just happened today. I, I, I mean, you know, what is happening to the world? We're now even the branch of the Anglican Church in the, in the U.S. is just, and I know it's pushing people out. You know, because people don't. A lot of people in that church don't want to be in something like that. I mean, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't be somehow be a member of the clergy and, and do these sorts of things. I mean, and and they they you know, they talk about it and they'll throw out God this God that. Well, God does not approve of your behavior, and that's why you shouldn't be a member of the clergy. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, those Anglican heretics that broke away from the church, Johnny. What do you expect? Yeah. Well. Agree with you there, because they're not supposed to do that at all. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what's especially with with that particular church? The only reason it exists is because Henry VIII wanted a divorce. I mean, that's not exactly a divine mandate. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. But he made a divine mandate. He made. Uh, uh, according to them, I suppose. Uh, but, uh, them, I suppose but, uh, no. uh, now, what's the what's it like religiously up there? Are there pretty much a lot of agnostics, secular, so-called Christians? Uh, no, I know that no, the only really religious part of Canada would be Alberta, Manitoba, rural area. Yeah, you want to be you want to you you want to be surprised. The most religious people are the people who are really not Canadians, people who come from poorer countries, um, yeah. which yeah. is good in a way, right? Indonesia, parts of you know, Chinese that come here, that they, they, they really take their um, faith seriously. But, you know, the majority, you know, they're still a minority, though. The majority, you're right, they are agnostics or they believe in something else. But I've, I've talked well, majority, about that. Well, I think this is the toxin that is just killing society. And if this whole mm-hmm. trend of secularism, of growing numbers of agnostics and atheists, isn't stopped, it's going <coughs> to unravel things. Because the people who are becoming this are ones who, a generation or two ago, would have had devoutly Christian 
members of their family. And, you know, it's not the Muslims who are, who are by and large, becoming secular. So you now you have people who aren't willing to stand up and actually fight for Judeo-Christian principles, which are, are liberty and freedom, essentially. And you have these Islamic uh, tyrants, basically who are going to be able to do whatever they want completely unopposed if the trends are not reversed. People do whatever they want completely unopposed if the trends are not reversed. So what do you yeah. think? Are we, yeah. uh, are we, no, are we screwed I, over or change? Well, we're not, no, no, I don't think we're totally screwed over because there's, there's always that strong sense, believe it or not, of faith-based because, as you know, not all answers can, you know, not all um, questions can be answered without some faith. So, I don't think we're screwed over. As no. Christians, I don't think we're Yeah. I mean, just, just, because to me, because to me, that's how this whole, that's all the problems we have now start. With the, the appeasing attitude we seem to have originally towards Islamic extremists, the fact that we now have rampant abortion in <clears throat> the Western world, uh, multi-billion dollar pornography industry, legal sodomy, people go around and behave in a, with a conduct and a, an attitude they wouldn't have a generation or two ago, um, people not caring about learning about history or knowing anything, worrying about senseless things. I mean, just a, a gross deterioration of the quality of citizens in our society. That's that's that's, that's fatal. That's, that's fatal. Oh yeah, yeah, to a certain extent it is because there's no room for the there's no hope for the future. Yeah. <coughs> I think that's the uh, any other uh, any issues other you would like to bring up here on the program? I'm for now. Anything controversial? Anything as you know, uh, I'm not. A, Tend to not shy away from those issues. No, no, I know. But believe me, there's going to be other shows. I try my best there. So, um, the audience might not know that. Is it okay to say the communist school you go to? I would say I would say socialist. Oh, okay. Yeah, so at American University, you still go there. I went there for a year. Uh, I'm sure people who agree with me are wondering, why on earth do you surround yourself in a in a pit of leftist extremism? I mean, it's not that much different than American University. Oh, not 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 UBC. I meant on American University. You met American. Oh. Yes, on American University. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's actually what Mark was in he met I, oh, I yeah. told him a yeah, story about that school once on a show, on a show. and then he's like uh, oh yeah it's not American uh, University and so he kept referring to that uh, <laughs> different references during the night uh, during the show uh, and I saw him at one of those uh, conferences and then I, I'm like I go to your favorite school uh, uh, AU and he's like uh, oh yes and I remember I called it Un-American University Un-American that's true yeah, but like I said there are some pockets of um semi-conservative people, but of course at, at a university like that you can't have fully, you're, you're going to be, you know, outcast if you're fully no. uh, Oh, you get ostracized there. I mean, even in the yeah. Republican Party, I had my handful of allies and he had all these rhinos who were just out of control. That's right, that's right. Most of the rhinos have graduated though, so. What was that? We'll see. Well, I said most of the rhinos have graduated. Ah. Uh, you still got, we'll some there, you know. still got some there, you know. There's still, yeah. But we'll see when I return there. You might have to pull a political takeover over on that, uh, that, that club. <laughs> Don't push me. So, special guest Don't speaker, A.J. Bruno. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can have a corner for people there. The Youth for Western Civilizations um, Club will love you. Uh, is that, is that a, I, I've heard some schools have that. Is that a major club? That, that would be a, that would be a pretty cool. Well, it, it came when you left, yeah. It became yeah. A major club. I was thinking of writing a book, actually, explaining all the problems that are being caused by the decline of Western civilization. 
and why and how we need to save it in order for uh, well, the world as we know it to survive. Uh, I don't think there's enough that exactly explains that. I forgot who the speaker was. I n- no, I forgot. I remember someone came to speak to us about that topic, and um, <laughs> you just said a <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being three months from the Canadians. You're speaking like them now. I know, I know. It's it's, it's off. I spelled center R E instead of E R. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, there's this person who came to America. I just don't remember his name, but the Jewish guy. That spoke for the um, Youth Western Civilization Club. Was it uh, David uh, Howitzer? Who was it? Say the name again. Was it Howitzer? 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 No, I didn't remember. No. But he had no. the, he had he had the, uh, the the exact same topic that he wanted to write a book on, and he was talking about that. Was it? He didn't write a book on it, did he? No, I don't think he wrote a book. I'm he still on the clear. I don't know. It wasn't um. Wasn't a rabbi, was it? No, no, you're good. No. Hmm. There can't be too many, uh, be too many old uh, Jewish old conservative Jewish guys who do that, so. Very true. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, so any, any other, uh, pressing issues? Pressing issues? No, we're, I think, I think we're done. You have four minutes. Yeah, we have a couple minutes left here. Uh, were you, what's your... What's your take on the program, uh, Johnny? Are you on the same page? Are you on board with the conservative revolution? Well, I'm on board, of course. We need to go. Yes, hop on the train. But how far do we go? I mean, let's close with this year. How far do we have to go? I mean, does it come to a point where we say, you know, I mean, the, the one of my favorite quotes. Uh, the tree of liberty must be refreshed from time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. Does it come to a point where we have to seriously consider that quote? Mm, well, I think that shouldn't be. Oh, it should be an option, but not our first option. So. Yeah. Well, we, we're we, we're burning through options pretty quickly. I mean, it's going to come to a point, but not too distant future. Things don't turn around. True, true. But the, the you know we, we just can't just confine within our borders. No. Have to be able yeah. to take yeah. different different leaps. But. Uh, that is that is true. But um, <sighs> well, we will have to see about that. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm not. But people might think I'm, I'm rooting for this to happen. I'm, I'm not. But I would much rather see part of the country survive than all because. You, you could say, oh, there's no, you know, like Obama says, oh, there's no blue states or red states. Oh, there's just the United States. Well, no, there's actually some patriotic states with more people who actually realize, oh, we're not going to, let's not screw the country over. And then people who said, uh, hey, let's screw the country over. I'll give you the last word. No, no, you're absolutely right. There, there are sections of the population that don't think that they are, I guess, American or belong to the country. They say they're their own individual person. And you're right, there are other people who are starch conservatives that really love their country. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we should be should have more of them. Uh, we don't have enough, but we're just out there speaking about what's going on. And people need to be more vocal. They need to... Uh, think it wild up, but uh, hey, thanks for calling up. It's been a pleasure. Yep, talk to you again. Alright, thank you for that. Um, to our friends, we should, should have more of them. Uh, okay, some sound issues here. Living amongst even more leftists. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I've been around liberals uh, for quite a lot of time, too. It gets old after a while. All right, Exilius, I'll put you on. You, you've got a few seconds. Go ahead. You've got a few seconds. Go ahead. More of them. Fail. Okay. An epic fail. Anyway, so this has been the AJ Bruno Show. Hope you've enjoyed the program. Tell your friends about it. We will be back again here tomorrow, same time, December 4th through December 15th, nonstop, 10 p.m. Eastern, an hour every night. I know. You're so happy. You get, you get me for a almost two weeks. It's exciting. I'm excited, too, to bash some liberals with you and give you some good insight as the conservative revolution takes off. Hop on the victory train here. 
I'm the conductor for now. This is AJ Bruno. This is the AJ Bruno Show. I'm signing out once again. I'll see you tomorrow. So long.